0: Welcome to the Big Talk Small Vertical Podcast. I'm Dallin, and it is draft day, people. Um, Or at least it will be when you're listening to this. For me, it's the day before, but of course, this is coming to you live, so I guess it is today for me as well. Um... Yeah, uh, so this podcast, um, I don't know how long it's going to go. This could be 20 minutes. This could be an hour and a half. <laughs> I I just knew I wanted to make one. I, I My ADHD doesn't allow me to really prepare for these. I just have the itch I get on. I have an idea of what I want to do, and I just kind of go for it. Um, imagine how much better the show would be if I was prepared. Um, but also, there's only 14 viewers at best. So uh i don't really care so um the idea here is draft night predictions um so yeah we could get into it um kind of go through some potential draft night picks draft night trades draft night banter uh but i guess there's no better way to go than to start
1: Let's begin the show by starting it.
0: All right. So I guess first and foremost, we can kind of go through the draft order, or at least the draft order according to Trevor's spreadsheet. So we've got at the top, um, I mean, mean, this shouldn't be news to anyone. Uh, The number one pick is going to be made by the GOATs. I told you all that I was the greatest of all time. Followed by Avatar on Blu-ray, Yao Ming Dynasty, Boom Shakalaka, East Mesa Trading Company at five, Keyboard Cat at six, uh, Winning Ain't Toto slash Austin Goodman Basketball Club slash TBD at seven, Rainbow Riders, East Mesa Trading Company East Mesa Trading Company again at 9. Super Zombies at 10. Rainbow Riders at 11. Winning Isn't Everything, Toto, Austin at 12. Uh, The Flock at 13. Goats again at 14. It says or Flying Hellfish. So I guess we don't know who has that pick. I guess that will be sorted out tomorrow slash today. Uh, winning Ain't Toto at 15, going through the second round, Goats, Avatar, Pride, East Mesa Trading Company, Keyboard Cat at 20, Super Zombies, Boom Shakalaka, Winning Ain't Toto, Super Zombies, Highlanders, East Mesa Trading Company, Goats, Flying Hellfish. Um, my brain is not functioning enough to be able to tell you if there's somebody in there that's not That doesn't have a pick. It seems like everybody's name was mentioned at some point in the first two rounds. Um, I'm trying to think. There might be a team in there that's not. Anyways, so some predictions. Um, I I don't think it should come as a surprise uh, what happens at number one. But I, uh, sorry, I was getting a phone call. <laughs> um, I, I predict that at the number one overall pick, the Goats, will take Victor Wembanyama. This shouldn't be a shocker. And maybe I'll play the other Wembanyama sound drop. So, I don't know if that came through or not on the uh on the audio. Let me pause. It would appear that that did come through, so at least I could hear it um uh, Victor womenyama um I play both sound drops there uh If you listen to this and you have an opinion of which one you like better, send me a text If I get an overwhelming response one way or the other. I can fully commit to one of those. um I strongly prefer the Victor womenyama clears an orca throat. Um, sound drop. So if I don't hear anything, I'll just stick with that. Um, but yeah, looking over the the draft, I'm not going to really go through pick by pick what I think is going to happen. Um, but I I do, uh, have some ideas or some fun, um, not even predictions of, I guess what will happen, but things that maybe I think should happen or things I would do if I were that manager, or I'm just going to really go crazy with it. And, um, Make some uh, lavish, uh, bold predictions that have no have no leg to stand on. Um, at the end of the day, uh, the draft is always fun. Uh, we typically get snickerdoodles and massages, uh, thanks to, to um, Taylor and Shelby. Always appreciated. Um, it's a good time of year for the flock to draft uh, Nerland's Noel.
1: Hey, Gravner! Nice rooster. What's his
0: name? Oh, well, this is little Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, I mean, uh, a Well has been on the flock so many times. Uh, I mean, anytime he drafts him, it's just like you know a good coming home.
1: I told you I'm going home.
0: Peter might be in trouble. Um, sadly, though, uh, the flock will not be at the draft. Uh, I've been told. Um. So when you you know, when we get there, I'll I'll probably have him pulled up on a FaceTime call of some sort. And I hope that this is something that uh the flock is enjoying on his drive uh out of town. Um but he knows that he should be at the draft, and, and so does Jay, who's also listening to this.
1: Shame, shame. <laughs> All
0: right. Now, looking over the league, um, I and I don't really have a list of the league in front of me. I just have your sound drops, which I have every, one for every team, so I can look in here. Um, teams that I think that maybe should trade out of the draft. Uh, maybe they don't need uh, to make a pick. I mean, anytime you have the number one pick and Victor Wonyama is in the draft, it's never a bad idea to make that pick. But I think Taylor could really solidify solidify his championship-winning roster by trading that pick and getting back some heavy hitting talent. Um it, veterans aged twenty-nine to thirty-three. You know, get a couple guys, uh, two or three guys, maybe a future first um with it and just steamroll next year. Um, of course, you got Chet Holmgren and Victor Womanyama on your team. If both those guys pan out, then you've got a very talented starting um front court for many years um which is really really something to be excited about if you're the goats um one of the teams that really fascinates me is uh i want to see what um what the highlanders do i'm sure trevor uh, you know he usually comes up for the draft Uh, maybe he's listening to this on his drive um There can be only one Coming the Here we are. Um Trevor's not even in. I didn't think I, this, you know, I was, I was wondering, did I read all the players? Did I read all the teams? Did, I don't know, if the Highlanders have a pick. Looks like they do in the second round, pick 25. Um, I'm always curious to see what Trevor does. I like his veteran picks, uh, usually late in that second round. Um, but his team's getting a little older usually battling for two uh, or three um, or f- first place every year, um, top three team year in, year out. Um, but for how long and without a draft pick and without getting younger, you know, it's something to to pay attention to um, Trevor's savvy. He'll figure it out. I'm not worried about it, but I wonder if he will come in with, with a little bit of firepower and try to trade into the draft. Um, maybe not at one, but somewhere in the draft. Um, I do predict fully um, for Bram to not make picks eight or eleven or even that second rounder he picked up today from uh, from the goats. Uh, he'll probably trade all of that and pick at like uh, who knows. He'll probably pick at three different spots. Um, he'll be very active uh, in the in the tra- in the uh, trade market. Um, I do predict at least two draft night uh, trades, um, one from the flock at least, um, and then one from. Uh, The Rainbow Riders, uh, that seems appropriate. A rainbow forever that
1: won't fade away.
0: Um, I do predict as well uh, for uh, the Yao Ming Dynasty to talk whatever player they pick at three to somehow be better. Than Victor Wimbanyama, um, so it'll be fun to listen to that. Um, I mean, I have uh, I have some ideas of you know who people will take based on conversations I had, but I don't think it'd be fair to share that on here. Um, I have a good idea of what I you know what's going to kind of transpire, I, I think. But um, at any rate, uh, it's going to be a fun night. Um, so some other predictions um and if you're still listening to this god bless you because i feel like this might be the worst podcast i've done in a while uh and really the structure uh, could be could be useful at this point point. one prediction that i have is that there's one team that i think is really gonna throw some curveballs in draft night and just kind of surprise us and what what this manager does um, and that would be the keyboard cat organization <laughs> It'll be nice to have Eduardo here, uh, for the first time in, in, uh, is it ever? I don't think, I think he's been, he's definitely been at the draft before. It's just been a long time. So, uh, it'd be good to have Ed there. Um, if you're asking yourself, did I predict that he'll do something crazy just so I could play his team sound drop and you're half right. Um, but I, I do think too, that, that based on conversations I've had, that those the pick made there or or later if he you know decides to uh will surprise some people and if i know anything about ed it'll usually work out um so it'll be interesting to see what he does um because he has a in my opinion a very good evaluation of players um typically i um, in a patience to see them pan out um example is you know markel fultz it didn't really work out for a while, but Markel Foltz is pretty good now. Um, and he had the patience to stick with it. So um, I think a lot of managers, had they drafted Markel Foltz would have had him on the waiver wire years ago. Um, but not Ed. No, no, no. Um, that is a man who does not want to live with any regret.
1: Of all sad words of tongue or pen... The
0: saddest are these, it might have been. So, you know, this is a good night. Uh, you know, make some good picks. Uh, you know, you want to get your 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 guy of the future. You don't want to have a Marquise Chris situation or a Dragon Bender situation on your hand, i.e. Uh, uh, Ryan McDonough. <laughs> you want to have... Uh, Somebody you can really rely on. Um, draft night is where the magic happens. It's where longevity is created, and it's also a lot of fun. Um, so those are my basic predictions um, that kind of come to my head. Um, you know, uh, just looking over everything and seeing where people fall. Um, I am I am going to be making four selections myself. Um, So I'm predicting uh, another year of the rebuild um, because four rookies or at least three rookies will um, probably mean that I have yet another year of watching and waiting, um, which is fine for the long, the long run.
1: Yo-ho, yo-ho, a pirate's life for me. We village, we wonder, we rifle and...
0: I used to hate my sound drop, because I felt like I couldn't find anything better uh, for my team. But I've really grown to like that. Um, another uh, prediction um, I, I, I'm going to go ahead and make is I, I predict Austin to maybe make some selections that make us scratch our head a little bit. He thinks outside the box uh, in, with his later picks. Um, and then I think to myself, like last year, you picked Jeremy Sohan, and I thought, oh, that was a bad pick. And now I make Jeremy Sohan offers to Austin regularly. Um, regularly. It's a hard word for me to say for some reason. Um, but yeah, he could, he could surprise us. Um, probably make me look at some things differently. Um, and that's what I love about the draft. Uh, you see different evaluations of players. Um, I made fun of... Bram for drafting Walker Kessler, and I was dead wrong on that. Um He's a pretty good player. And how you doing, little
1: Fine. and it's little visitor now. Atawoyoli is how you say it in Cherokee. Oh, pardon my French, but uh, I'll be dead. <laughs> Walker told me I had eight.
0: Um, yeah. So I I think that uh you know it's fun to, like I said, sit back. Watch different people's uh, big boards play out. And and you know, like I said, you're hoping for that home run. Uh, I think at this point, maybe I'll make some phone calls uh, to some managers, talk some trade, um, get their uh, opinion on draft night, and uh, kind of go from there. Good, good. Hey, so, Taylor, uh, I want to get some bold predictions for the draft tomorrow. Night. And they don't even have to be bold. They can just be a prediction. Uh, do, oh, you, yeah. do you have any predictions?
1: Mm. You know, I think if I uh, was to give a bold prediction, I don't know how bold it is, but I feel really strong about it, that one way or another, Bram is going to walk away with Keontae George.
0: You know, so he just has Bram
1: Brin all over it.
0: Yeah, and so Bram drafts at eight and at eleven, and I kind—I of, have Keontae George uh, ranked eleven on my big board. So
1: really, that low?
0: Low? Do you mean low like closer to one, or low like oh that's pretty far down your board?
1: Well, like pretty far down. I thought it'd be higher up. Oh, because uh, I figured he's he's probably going to play some more minutes, um, and he lit up summer league, which is usually a good sign, and so. Uh, you know, plus he's taking his diet serious now. And it just seems like a like a brand player, you know?
0: Yeah, no, he really does. Uh he's got that Jalen Green, uh kind of young Devin Booker uh feel yeah. to him, you know? Uh I like Keontae George. More than anything I like Utah. I think Utah drafts well. Uh True. So I think that gives like he you him the old Utah bump. Um and he's apparently, like, in a lot better shape than he was and when he was at Baylor. He had, like, a bum ankle, and he was overweight, um, and he still played well. And now he's, like, ripped, and he had a great – not ripped, but, like, in better shape and had a great summer league. So uh, that's interesting. And he, I think Bram probably does walk away with – I think you're probably right about that. And
1: then uh, looking at my, my big board here, I think by the prediction, will be uh, in some order of back-to-back will be uh, Black and Dick. Because I feel like it just kind of has to go that way.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, who that, that could happen, because I actually have them ranked on my big board back-to-back, but I can't...
1: See, so, yeah. And I do, too. So I figure, it's too good to not
0: happen that But way. I have Dick ahead of Black.
1: Oh, see, I have it reversed.
0: Well, I mean, it, it definitely reads better. Uh, do you want to know who I have ahead of uh, Black, though? Two or three in a row. <laughs> go for it lively lively black dick i mean that's not yeah. that's not yeah. at all uh out of the question um do you draft more than one pick did you make more than one drop no no oh. one But well,
1: at the time i made my big board i had picked 16 and so i went 16 deep on it and uh and then ended up just Want trade
0: that you know i'm kind of pissed that bram got that trade from you because what happened was is my phone was on the fritz and uh i had to like restart it and read like start from scratch with my phone and i forgot to download oh. i forgot to download discord and um so i just been missing out on discord for the last five days and then oh yeah and then I was like, oh, wait, I should probably have Discord because I was looking to see details for the draft tomorrow. And I was like, I don't have Discord. So I redownloaded it. And then I had seen your, like, trade block request. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll make an offer. But then I saw that Brad had already done it. So. <laughs> well, dang, that, uh, if, if I could flip it, I would. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a mistake for sure.
1: You're admitted to a mistake. <laughs> your dad's not trying to find you. Your son is. That kid's your son. You're the dad. I made a huge tiny mistake. Um,
0: well, uh, I have a prediction. Uh, I predict that you are sitting next to somebody from the league, and I wonder if that person has any bold predictions themselves. And it's okay if they don't.
1: You're up. Got any bold predictions? <laughs> he doesn't have any, except that he's going to try to thank for Zach Eadie.
0: Uh, is Zach eating in next year's draft? Uh,
1: maybe I, I don't think he's actually going to have to get drafted. He's a big center for the,
0: well, yeah, uh, I, Purdue. yeah, I know who he is. I was just thinking like, and for you, I did not. Yeah. He played for team Canada actually, I think. Really? Yeah. He played for a team. I want to say it was team Canada. Um, and he's, yeah, he's got good college. I mean, he's got like, if you just read the box scores, you're like, I want this guy, but yeah, I mean, he moves like a bunch of cinder blocks, uh, on the court. So. <laughs> Uh, I mean, if you want to tank for Zach Eady, as long as you have a, got a third rounder next year, I mean, you probably could do that. You could probably get him.
1: I uh, I almost predict that Jordan will trade pick number four. So everybody send your offers to him.
0: Uh, is that something that Jordan wants to do?
1: I figure if we push him hard enough, he'll just do it.
0: Oh, so he's he's perfectly content at he four.
1: Does, he, he, he is content, but he says he does need centers, so.
0: Well, if you trade back, you could, be had. if you trade back, maybe you get lively or something, or maybe you just trade with somebody for a center, you know. Possible, uh, awesome. yeah. Hey, this this will be released tonight, so if 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 this gets out to the ears of many, then trade with Jordan, offer your centers for pick four, see what happens. Um, speaking of centers and Jordan, um, I'm a big fan of Mark Williams. <laughs> Uh, sorry, I got to throw the team drop in there, but I'm a big fan of Mark Williams. Um, he's got better measurements than Jalen Duran. I was a bigger fan of him than I was Duran. Um, I think Mark Williams is in for a huge year. So good, good for you, Jordan.
1: Yeah, I I like him. I just the coach there has been a nightmare. Like they weren't playing him at all. When they played him, he played great, and then he'd get like five minutes a game, and then he was like DNP's all the time. And they finally,
0: they finally made that trade at the deadline. Yeah, so it freed up it freed up some more playing time for him, and he shines towards the end of the year a little bit. But I think that yeah, I think that Steve Clifford um has historically. Like been hard on not playing rookies, um. So I I don't know if that's just a thing of him or what, but I think that he'll get definitely a bigger run this year because it was pretty clear he was the best option there, and he's just built like, like the best center. Like he can run, he can. He's huge. He's got a great reach. Um, yeah, he's he's fantastic.
1: He's, he's super athletic. Certainly more
0: athletic. <laughs> Who's the Mason Plumley? <laughs> Well, definitely more than
1: him. What was the guy that
0: was getting no, well, it was uh, Nick something. Nick. Oh, Dick Big Dick Nick Richards. Oh, there it is. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah, he's a little more athletic than Flumley. That's safe to say. <laughs> yeah, say very safe to say. And then you'd mentioned Kai Jones, Taylor. Uh he had a like really impressive summer league, I thought, but like anybody who's watched Kai Jones play just knows that's not going anywhere.
1: I was probably
0: sometimes when a player falls too low,
1: I just write him off. Yeah, and, um, he's he's in that category.
0: But I thought I saw something that he like stepped away
1: from basketball today or yesterday. Kai Jones. I thought I saw that. Yeah.
0: I thought basketball stepped away from him a long time ago. So. <laughs> I, I think I think it's a I think it's a mutual parting of ways. <laughs> uh. Well. Do you guys either one of you have any other predictions or uh, see another another show? I was gonna do. I was torn between doing this show and then talking about every single team's X factor going into next year. Um, but I but Bryce had made the comment that I should wait to do that show until after the draft, which I kind of agree. Um, so I'll do that one next. But do you have any um, any other bold predictions or predictions of any kind? No,
1: I guess uh, I'll, I'll throw one in there for Austin. That there will be a uh, team name change announced at the draft night.
0: Do you have That's a hopeful prediction? Do you have intel, or is this just no, a hope? No, I'm just throwing out positive vibes, hoping that he can make some headway. You know. Yeah. So I think that uh, Austin leaves the league before he changes the team name. That's what I think. <laughs> And and I also think that Austin will never listen to this podcast, along with uh good old Jordan there. So uh, I have like <laughs> I have like twelve viewers, and I'm pretty sure it's everybody in the league except Austin and Jordan. And yes, I do listen to my own podcast.
1: So oh, I, I make sure I download it every time, just to make sure, you
0: know. You gotta have those noties, to, uh, like subscribe. You gotta subscribe to those noties, you know, like. Yeah. Get, <laughs> i get that free advertising on this you know yeah oh yeah 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 hey you might i need max viewership if if the 11 viewers other than yourself <laughs> listen to this podcast every time for the next 20 years there's a good chance one of them might go in halfsies on her rv with somebody yeah else. yeah but i just love thinking about a random
1: person halfway across
0: <laughs> being like yeah i'm gonna listen to this this sounds great and then they're like hey Maybe I'll go get this this uh Arctic Fox uh snow <laughs> snow rider that uh that I heard about.
1: <laughs> I just I was and being like, "Man, sounds right? I hate Bryce's team or whatever
0: it is." Yeah. <laughs> just having no idea who they are but having opinions on it. That was my uh That was another prediction I had earlier in the show was that whoever Bryce dra- uh, drafts, he will talk up as to be the best pick in the draft better than Victor Wembanyama. Uh, yeah. that somehow his infinite wisdom will have surpassed, uh, you know, anything else that we have, but yeah, that's certainly not a bold enough prediction because that's a guarantee. <laughs> that's like in the betting world, that's like a minus 10,000. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, and Bryce will be one of the 11 to, 11 to 12 listens tomorrow, so this is great. Um, well. If you don't have anything else, I did miss a call from Bram Goodman a second ago, so I can always call him back. But I don't want to end this prematurely. Do you, either of you want to add anything else? I think, uh, I think that's all the bulldoze I have right now. Is, uh, is Shelby rolling out the dough on those snickerdoodles, or are we being uh, slighted on those again this year? <laughs> no, she's got it. We're doing snickerdoodles, chips and salsa,
1: uh, a couple other treats in there.
0: Uh, mas- massage chair will be out and plugged in.
1: We're going to wheel it out. We're going to wheel it out. Uh, we got a new couch this year, so that's exciting for everybody, I'm sure. So the
0: leather, the leather recliners are gone?
1: They're gone.
0: Do we have reclining options?
1: Uh, not really. Shelby made us conform and get a sectional.
0: Uh, see, ah, I really liked your recliners.
1: See, I've tried telling her that. The massage chair does still have the pistoning feature. or your rear
0: end the the torpedo underneath yeah (laughs) uh that's good um well thank you both i'm looking forward to it all and uh and yeah we'll see you uh you said jordan you are going to be there tomorrow yeah i'll be there okay all right well then we will see you both tomorrow night all right later Dallas. later Hey Alex, you ever thought about just getting out of Dodge? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can, just not in a Dodge. Come on down to Rolly White. You can get into your uh, your eagle's eagle's nest, your lion's den, or even your bear cave. Two. As well. And you know what is the best part about Rolly White? Tell me. They're not just great vehicles. They're really fun. So come on down to Rolly White. And get yours in the day. Woo! What's up, dude? What's happening? Uh, I'm just recording a podcast. Nice.
1: So am I live?
0: Yeah, unfortunately. I mean, I, I don't like to do that to people. I can always go back and erase this, and it'll be like it never happened. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I just got off the phone with Taylor and Jordan. You actually called me while I was on the phone with them, and it was great that I got Taylor because he was sitting next to Jordan, and that was a podcast debut for Jordan. Um. Uh, but you've been like, so I, I haven't been at basketball in like five months. Cause I had injured my foot and come to find out you had not been either. And this whole time I thought you were playing, um, <laughs> you just got back from Mexico, right? I did.
1: I'm fresh off the boat.
0: Yeah. Uh, so like, are you like going through like heroin withdrawals now or are you through that or? <laughs> uh, yeah, I
1: might be kind of messed up at draft
0: night tomorrow. <laughs> as long as you got somewhat of a clean clean bill of health and yeah, a sober mind i'm gonna have
1: to get my fix in before so i'm
0: kind of normal tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's operating at a different level um <laughs> so the show is a draft it's gonna be titled draft night buzz and uh basically i'm just trying to get predictions for tomorrow night or just any thoughts on tomorrow night uh or like if you want to just share what you're hoping happens for your team tomorrow night. Um you know, one of the predictions I made is that Benson will draft New Orleans Noel again. Um so uh you yeah, anything come to mind? It was well, I'll, I'll say this. It was predicted that you're gonna and I didn't make this prediction, but it was predicted that you are going to draft Keontae George. Wow. This league, uh we really
1: know each other, don't we? <laughs>
0: I mean, he's, he's, he, we all have a type like, like Bryce likes those Bismack Biombo, John Henson, you know, type centers. You like your flashy, you know, two guards, uh, that jump and score. And, uh, I guess I like my, uh, any, any wing or forward out of Florida state as pretty much my guy. Um, but, uh, but yeah, do you have any, any, any thoughts on tomorrow? Um,
1: not sure I have any predictions. Uh, um, haven't really been focused too much on what other people are going to do because, um, I don't know, I think well, I picked 8 and 11 in the first round, and I think mm, independent of what anyone else does, I, I think I can get two guys right there that I like. Um, <laughs> I have a group of guys that I like, and I think I can get two that, um, but I think will be good
0: fantasy assets.
1: Yeah. So no matter what happens tomorrow, I think I'm going to be happy with whoever happens to fall to me.
0: And you just made a, a pick or a trade for the 16th pick, right? Right. I, uh, yeah, I traded Taylor, my future, my 2024
1: 20, second for number 16
0: pick. So did you make three drops?
1: I did. Um, they haven't been announced to the league yet.
0: Which, which uh, Bryce, publicly pisses me off. But
1: yeah, I mean, we're we're like twenty four hours away from a draft, and we don't know who's available.
0: So for I mean, for all we know, there's a there's a there's a diamond in the rough that I want to get, but I won't know until like five minutes before. So exactly.
1: Like, I doubt I'm gonna pick anyone that was dropped uh,
0: recently. But hey, Bryce, come on. Good job. <laughs> Uh, do you feel comfortable sharing who you dropped? You, you tell me yours, I'll tell you mine.
1: Yeah, I dropped Al Horford, I dropped Kelly Olenek, and I dropped Killian Hayes.
0: Man, Killian Hayes, I, I know there's just, a, there's just a lot of guys there in Detroit, and it's just not going to happen for him there, but I still think he's so young and so good at yeah. defense, and he's a decent distributor that there might be a spot for him somewhere in this league at some point, but, uh, yeah, what, what could have been with Killian Hayes? What could have been, um, Al Horford. What is he? 34.
1: He's up there. He's, he's probably like 36 or something. Now he's, he's getting old, but I just don't have a ton of confidence. Like even last year, he was pretty much on the decline and they were sitting him on, every half of it back-to-back, and now they added another big to the mix in Porzingis, so Mm -hmm. uh, I'm just not confident in him being a uh, rosterable fantasy player this year.
0: It just depends on how long Porzingis can stay out of a wheelchair, I guess.
1: Yeah, uh, it does depend on that, but even still, they're just going to rest him on back to backs, and his production is already like mediocre, so yeah, it didn't seem worth it to hold on to him.
0: Well, um, I uh, I think that that was probably a good idea, but Al Horford's like a name, like when I see the drop list, if I didn't know that, I'd be like, whoa, oh, whoa, Al Horford, yeah, um, the one
1: that didn't hit me was Kelly Olinick because. He was really good last year in fantasy, but unfortunately they added John Collins too, and then Taylor Hendricks is in the mix there. Yeah. So Kelly is good when he's a starter, gets starting minutes, but whenever he's like a, in a role, like coming off the bench, he's just very inconsistent for fantasy.
0: Speaking of the draft, did you draft Ke- Kelly Olinick at the his rookie draft?
1: His rookie draft? No, i I drafted him last year, though. Like after he got traded to Utah,
0: right? I don't
1: know. I don't know who drafted him his rookie year.
0: Was it who did you? You took somebody like that, though. Was it? Uh, I, don't, I don't
1: remember what year that was. You what took. Draft it was. was it
0: Frank Kaminsky that you drafted? I
1: did draft Frank Kaminsky
0: if they are in the same draft class. Well, I think he's just the white forward center type guy that I'm thinking of that you took. Uh, yeah. And I was confusing it. <laughs> Drink the tank. Yeah. Uh do you know how many drops your brother made or no?
1: I do not I uh I haven't talked to him, but I am very interested to know who he's gonna take at seven right for me. I know. At least thinking.
0: I uh he was my first phone call because I feel like there's so many questions I have about about his team. First of all, team name. Uh, I want to get that out of the out of the way. But, um, yeah. Well, do you have you don't have any other predictions or thoughts of any kind?
1: Were you gonna tell me who you dropped?
0: Oh yeah, I forgot. Um, so I had an open uh roster spot already. Um, so I needed to make one pick, and then I dropped three. So I'm making four picks. But my three drops were, Taylor Horton Tucker, Kenyon Martin Jr. and. This one hurts a little, but I finally pulled the trigger and dropped Jonathan Isaac.
1: Wow!
0: Wow! wow. Uh, you know, and if he gets picked up by another manager and has like a amazing year this year, I'll really hate my life because I held on to him for like three years. But, uh. I just think at this point, like, Orlando's pretty set on Franz Wagner and Paolo Banquero and Wendell Carter. And a somewhat of a – they have, like, a pretty good youth movement. And I just – I mean, like, Jonathan Isaac can't stay healthy to save his life. Like, I don't believe in, like, putting injury-prone as a label on a player. But, like, if there was one, it would be Jonathan Isaac. So I'm just, like, right. kind of over it. Yeah. And I,
1: it was a little surprising to hear he dropped in. Like especially on your team where you're still kind of in a rebuilding phase, but yeah. Like now that I, now that I think about it, like I doubt I would draft Jonathan Isaac tomorrow if yeah. he's available.
0: Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Like I have him, I I like I, I I have I might draft him with my last pick if there's just nobody there I like. Like everybody I want is gone, but I kind of doubt that. So, uh, we'll yeah. we'll see.
1: Yeah, the Magic are interesting. I uh. It's weird how the talent progresses or doesn't progress there. Like I had high hopes for Jalen Suggs, and it just hasn't worked out.
0: No, no, and I did too. Um, obviously, I liked him a lot going into that draft, and then I draft, I traded for him, and then kind of saw the right—not like the writing on the wall—but just didn't want to gamble on him any longer. And and he still yeah. might pan out for Benson, but I don't know. I kind of have my doubts. He could
1: have been, but like them drafting Anthony Black this year. Just like another sign, like
0: yeah, I don't totally trust dogs. No, as their future point guard or shooting guard, whatever he's gonna be. Whatever he is, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens in in uh, Utah. Um, or not Utah. Sorry, my brain just went blank. But
1: so, so me and you had talked earlier about two guys that we both like mm. that was were- that we're hoping could be there like eight or nine. Yeah. And, uh, I'm wondering if, if at least one of them falls to me, if you were going to make me an offer for that number eight pick,
0: it it depends. Um, so, uh, I don't want to like give away who the players are that I'm thinking of, but, um, there's two guys that are similar in, in similar positions. Um, And if they're both there at eight, I I really don't care. Like I'll just take the other one. I'll take the other one at nine. If Austin takes one of them at seven and then you clean up at eight and then I'm left with like other people on my big board, I'll, it's a, there's a, there's a bit, not a bit, but there's a drop off for me between eight and nine. So on my big board. Uh So I'm like, I'm hoping somebody in my top eight slides to nine, but, uh, I just don't know if that'll happen or not so it all depends i don't know what i would offer that's the thing i mean i i I would consider doing like nine and then i have like yoming dynasties 25 and i would consider doing that for for moving up one spot but that's probably the only thing i would do
1: right yeah uh it'll be interesting this is gonna be an interesting draft i don't i think it'll start getting interesting like even at like, pick
0: four with Kevin. I have no idea what Kevin might do there. And then Ed at well, six? Yeah, well, Kevin's at two, and then Jordan's at four. Oh,
1: Kevin's at two. Yeah. Oh, Jordan's at four. Yeah. I have
0: that
1: mixed up. Yeah. Well, I don't know what Jordan's going to do. I
0: don't know what Ed and Austin are going to do at six and seven, so it'll be interesting to see how things pan out. All right. Well, um, do you have any other uh predictions, uh, uh Bramuel? Um no, I I
1: think we just about covered it,
0: but what about what about uh anything for the Highlanders? Do you do you predict anything there? I feel like they feel like there's something that could happen.
1: I think the Highlanders are going to select Dylan Brooks if they pick tomorrow. <laughs> and I'm gonna hate that
0: pick for him but it's gonna work out it's gonna
1: work out it's gonna work famously for the highlanders
0: prove me wrong trevor will trevor will draft a 29 year old dylan brooks and it'll drop his average age on his team down one year to 32 years old Uh, (laughs) so yeah hope maybe it'll work out all right well we will talk to you tomorrow night live in person um but thank you for taking the call
1: Thank
0: you. And good luck to the league tomorrow in the draft. Mazel tov to
1: all. Mazel tov. All
0: right. Bye-bye.
1: Bye-bye. All right. So, uh,
0: that was Josh Gonzalez. For those of you know, Josh, great guy. Um, not a son of a bitch, but, uh, Alex, Alex is on the pod. And so I thought I'd welcome him on and, uh, get his take on some things. Um, how's it going, Alex? Hey, pretty good.
1: Uh, a little under the weather so i sound like sam elliott but that'll be good for the airwaves
0: i think <laughs> very very cowboy sexy is what we're going for
1: yeah the sad dad from prancer
0: you know <laughs> what i mean <laughs> i don't but i really liked how it sounded have uh, never seen prancer that's right up your freaking wheelhouse bro what's prancer it's about a girl who
1: finds prancer one of santa's reindeer he like he visits her magically in her small little town and Sam Elliott's her like widower dad who's all depressed and you know, it's a great, great Christmas movie, dude. It's gonna get you right in the feels.
0: So clearly that's gonna be the after the uh show like clip. Like <laughs> yeah. I, I'm gonna find something from Prancer. Um find a good one. Yeah. But um okay, so you're 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 busy, you're with some you're with some folks, but I wanna get your take on the draft tomorrow night. Obviously there's Victor Wiminyama Uh we're gonna be at Taylor's house, snickerdoodles the plenty. Um Any thoughts on, on this year's draft or or the league as you as you as you see it? I know you're kind of an outside perspective, maybe, but which what you got?
1: Uh does Taylor have the number one pick? Taylor
0: has the number one pick. Um so it's probably going Victor Wiminyama to Taylor. He also has Chet Holmgren.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: I know. So, oh my
1: gosh. How'd you guys let that happen?
0: Uh, Benson traded on both those assets. So you ask him.
1: Oh, man, the flock. Yeah. Oh, boy. Little Jerry.
0: Uh, little Jerry Seinfeld. Um, yeah. And then uh, Kevin has the second pick, and uh, he has uh, probably going to get Scoot, you know. Um, oh, sure. And then it's Bryce. He'll get Brandon Miller, probably. Um mm-hmm. Jordan and then myself will end up with the Thompson twins and then after that it's like a, who knows, you know.
1: Uh who's gonna get too money Kamra, dude? Uh
0: who's gonna get that guy. Portland for like half a season. <laughs> good looking pick him up, you think good looking guy. Uh I don't know. I, I don't I if he gets a run and start yeah, I'll put him on my watch list. I'll give him that. Hey, whoever has DeAndre Ayton in the league, maybe they can trade it for the number one pick. Maybe uh, they can use this Portland buzz that's, to uh, to get Vic. That's Bryce. He has, uh, in, mm-hmm. and uh, he'll probably say that Ayton's worth too much and wouldn't risk it on a and Yama. Um And then Taylor would just say no because it's Victor Wembenyama. Ayton and
1: three. Ayton and three for Vic.
0: Eight and three for Vic. I don't know. That's interesting. Putting, put, well, I guess we're putting it out there. You know, put it out there. The eight, there, there's the bold prediction from Gerber. Uh, eight yeah. and three. For for one, and we'll go from there. You know.
1: That's what I'm talking about. Then he's gonna surprise everyone and take Scoot because he's crazy.
0: Yeah, Scoot. Scoot's good. I like Scoot um and with dame out of town he's just he's gonna have i who's who's rookie of the year that's that's what we need from you who's rookie of the year
1: oh uh uh who uh, i guess i guess chet is gonna be my dark horse pick there
0: Uh, so so between so he has chet and wamby you think that there's like a 60 percent chance that uh taylor has rookie of the year on his team next year
1: I think there's a pretty good chance. Six
0: sixty seventy percent? I don't know. It's up there. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> yeah. Shoot, man. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to keep you. Um, but uh, I, I I heard Josh. He said he was working for a studio. See.
1: Yeah, he works for A twenty
0: four. Hey. Oh, okay. I've seen that. I know what. I don't. I can't tell you a movie that they've done, but I've seen that on many movies
1: yeah man he's uh he's doing good good things out here good things
0: well he was ext- he's extremely talented those have those who know josh know that um oh yeah that's that's great well i didn't get a chance to really like talk with him It was more of like you know just giggling but uh, sure. uh just let him know i'm super happy for him um who else is out there anybody i know or
1: at the house currently yeah no, just a couple friends from work, and then uh, I guess that's, that sentence ends there. Just people that he knows from work throughout the years are so, at his house
0: right now. So they just brought the water cooler home is what they did.
1: Exactly. Yeah,
0: good. Good things. All right. Well, enjoy yourself. Um, I guess we won't be seeing you at Taylor's tomorrow.
1: No, nah, I'm uh, out LA. Have fun, boys.
0: Yeah. Benson's going to California. He'll be in California tomorrow.
1: Oh, good things. Maybe we'll meet up in Pasadena.
0: Uh, give him a call. You never know. All right. okay, we'll talk to you later, uh, later. But... well I mean that was that was uh that was alex um so um the reason Alex has that sound drop when we were I can't remember if it was before my mission or after, but he was house sitting for somebody. They had a basement with a billiards table and a jukebox. And I remember seeing this name on the jukebox sleeping single in a double bed. And I played it and that was like the, that baseline and that riff got us, got us going. Uh, we were very, uh, enjoyed that song and it's just kind of been an Alex song ever since for me. Um, so that's why he gets that. Um, I'm going to try one more phone call before I end this thing. Um, in between Bram and Alex, I actually got a phone call from my sister that was like an hour long. So, um, this is going later for me than intended. Um, but, uh, let me see if I can get one more person here.
1: Hey buddy, how's
0: it going? Did I wake you up? Uh, no, but it's getting close. Getting close. I I tried you earlier and uh, didn't catch you, but you probably thought I was calling about the drop list and didn't want to deal with me, huh? Um, uh,
1: actually, I didn't notice that you called until after you called, and then I figured, ah, uh, he's probably just
0: calling about the drop list. <laughs> no, I'm I'm recording a podcast. I was I was hoping to get you on. Oh. Okay. And in fact, uh, you're you're on right now, and this whole conversation's I'm on been on right now yeah live all right um here so here's some fun facts about the uh, about the podcast tonight jordan i got jordan on
1: wow what a treat
0: i know he'll never even listen to it but he i so he doesn't know how much that means to me but uh he's on so the podcast I'll, I'll, <laughs> the podcast is draft night buzz uh predictions thoughts um feelings uh whatever you want draft night related. Um questions. So do you have any thoughts, questions, predictions that you, you think come to mind about draft night? Anything that you've been burning uh the midnight oil on? I mean
1: I'm curious about what Kevin does because that heavily influences me. I think that a lot of people just expect him to take scoot, but I I think you know that's how that's how the NBA draft was, and Scoot didn't get picked at two. So I'm curious what Kevin does. That that is my big question.
0: He's got plans. I saw he made two drops.
1: I think he maybe had to because he had a uh, one extra player. Though so I could be wrong.
0: So, but maybe he has one extra player, doesn't realize he had one extra player, made two drops because he wanted to make two picks. So what happens in that situation?
1: Um, I guess he would be disappointed. I don't know.
0: He would just allow one.
1: I I don't know. I don't
0: know. I guess we'll make that, that call.
1: Be an awkward situation.
0: Yeah, it's like that it one year. Rise. Wasn't there a year where um Alex thought he had like a pick and then made a pick and then we're like, oh, you don't have that pick, and he like revealed the guy that he kind of liked. Do you remember this? I don't. Um, obviously it was early on because it was involving Alex, but I do remember that happening. Um, that was a that oh, was that awkward. It was the year you took Andre Drummond. I forgot what house we were at. we were at a house that we've only been to once. Uh,
1: Benson's
0: house. Well, oh, like in like oh Benson's first house over on Washington. Yeah. Not Washington. What was that street? But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, so other than Kevin, though, any other any other I thoughts? I actually
1: think the player was Kawhi Leonard.
0: Yeah, that that seems right. And he ended up with and him then, anyways, didn't he? Then he didn't
1: get him, in, but Caleb got him.
0: Yeah, that seems right. He was pissed about that too. I remember, like, rightfully so. Not like not like like angry throwing chairs, but like like frustrated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Frustrated that he did not get his man. Yeah, cause I I don't remember who he took it. That was the year I took Thomas Robinson, I believe. Mhm. Um, mm-hmm. And then I think I traded, and got Beal as where as well that year.
1: Oh.
0: Maybe. Good draft. Yeah, Thomas Robinson really panned out. Um, the only thing I remember.
1: If you get one future All Star, that's a pretty good draft.
0: Yeah, I guess so. The only thing I remember about Thomas Robinson is that he was in a car accident when I, while I owned him. And I was worried for his health that night. <clears throat> mm. Like, the car rolled over. I, I, it was bad. I like
1: Thomas Robinson. I don't remember a car accident, though.
0: Well, you know, only, only his manager probably would, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's not that important to the rest of us. No. <laughs>
0: um. Yeah, so I guess uh, it seems like we're going to have a good turnout, though.
1: It does. We'll get, we we'll get, uh, Brandon there. What a treat. Did he oh, say he's 90% in 90%? 90%
0: Brandon. Yeah. He told me earlier he was like leaning, but he was undecided still. Um, and then Benson's out. That's a
1: shame.
0: Yeah. Did you know that?
1: Did...
0: Uh, I think I saw that on discord today. Is that correct? Oh, he, I don't know if it was on discord. He, uh, he texted me uh, Cause I'm gonna be fa- FaceTiming him in I assume he has No good excuse Is that correct? Family Last minute family trip Like uh oh. I think I think extended family It doesn't sound like Or maybe it's just his family And if that's the case That, that could've been avoided a
1: pretty decent excuse I thought it was gonna be Like a church meeting And I was gonna be Unhappy about
0: it Oh no No You, you fake sick for that Uh yeah because he, yeah, he's going to california but so i got so i did talk to taylor and uh, jordan they were together i called taylor and jordan was there and then i talked to bram and then gerber and now you and this will be this will end the pod um so yeah is Alex coming? no he's in california as well and in fact a friend of ours answered his phone and then i called him a swear word which is on the podcast so aside from Jordan being on the pod for the first time this will probably be the first time that I feel inclined to put the explicit logo next to it Wow um, which disappoints me and excites me all at the same time but well,
1: this is this is a big day
0: it's grandiose in in some ways um, <laughs> do, you, do you, uh, so you saw my um, my text for Jonathan Isaac are you gonna put that in the Already done. Oh, added him? Okay, cool. Um, Yeah. And then, um, did did, did you only make one drop? Are you only making the one pick?
1: That is correct. Who was your drop? Kyle Anderson.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, Kyle Anderson.
1: if, if If he gets 30 minutes a game, he's a pretty valuable guy, but I don't expect that he will unless there's some injuries.
0: Did he get moved? Where's he at?
1: No, he's still in Minnesota.
0: Yeah, but... He's got some beef with Rudy Gobert, so... Oh, does he? Did you not see that, like, altercation between them? It was a pretty big deal last year.
1: Um, no. No, I didn't.
0: They were, like, having words, and I think that Gobert punched him. And then there was, like, a bunch of, like... It went on for, like, a week where they were interviewing them both about it. Like, it was...
1: Oh, that does sound like a thing that I heard. Yeah. But I don't. I don't bother myself with the uh, the gossip aspect of the NBA. I'm above that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um. You're 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 a classy manager.
1: Yeah. There's no reason to take any of this personally, fellas.
0: Are you? Uh, are you bow tieing it? Are you? Are you suiting it?
1: Uh. Yeah. I think so. Yes, I am.
0: Because I feel like you didn't last year, and I was disappointed.
1: No,
0: I did. Did you? Okay. Maybe it was the NBA draft, and and that's the if that was the case, that's normal.
1: Um, it it was the the NBA draft. I did not dress up for.
0: But that would be weird if you did.
1: A little bit. I think I wore my. I have. I bought, like, a pink blazer as a goof, thinking this is exactly the type of nonsense that you would wear to the NBA draft. And I think that's what I wore to our draft.
0: <laughs> you know what? I almost wish that, that that it was reversed. That when we go to the NBA draft, we dressed up like, like the players at the NBA draft do. Like, really went for it, you know? Like, if we could get all 14 league members there and we all... Dressed to the nines, like in some ridiculous fashion. I think that'd be fantastic. Too, too, like you're talking about us going to New York. No, I'm talking about going to Taylor's house. If we went to New York, oh, okay, yeah, no, I, I would definitely do that. Yeah, I mean, if we could go to New York, that's next. That's next level. But I'm happy just going to Taylor's house and dressing up that way. But
1: yeah,
0: I'm with you on that one. Um, uh, but no, I will dress up tomorrow. Okay, I wish I had like a tuxedo shirt. 'Cause I I always want to dress up to support you, like like uh like I'm here for you, like when like somebody gets mm-hmm. cancer and you shave your head like like solidarity, you know? Mm-hmm. Um but I just never like I've done it half the time and uh but I think a tuxedo shirt would be that, like happy medium where I'd feel comfortable but like also feel like I was supporting you. I just
1: don't think it's that uncomfortable to wear a shirt with buttons.
0: <laughs> They're just buttons. It's not that big of a deal. No, it's not. It's not the comfort on my body. It's the comfort in my head, like uh, feeling like I, 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 I like oh, I shouldn't have done this. Like everyone thinks like I'm a dork. I, I never
1: feel bad looking better than everybody else. <laughs> that's never. That's never slowed me down.
0: Yeah, you, you, uh you, uh you have a confidence gene that I just don't. I guess. Um. So I just realized something kind of interesting, and then I'm going to ask you for more predictions if you have them. But my sound drop oh. is the song that makes my sound drop is called Accordion Player. That's the title okay. of the song. Um, uh-huh. The the artist who wrote it, this might be the coolest name ever for like a pirate song, like a guy who wrote a pirate song. His name is Thurl Ravenscroft. That
1: sounds like a weird dude
0: he wrote a pirate song. Anyways, um just just noticed that. But what's uh do you have uh, any you know other predictions? Um
1: just that whichever guy I draft is going to be the best one. <laughs> I mean, that just makes sense, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, well, what's funny is Uh, I had made a prediction earlier in the show that whoever you drafted, you would talk up to be the best person of the draft. And then I brought that up to Jordan and he said that wasn't a prediction, more or less a guarantee. And then you just said that. So that's really funny. Yeah, well,
1: I mean, it hasn't happened yet. (laughs) Like, I still, I don't know. I, I can still be realistic about him.
0: I think that if you draft Scoot Henderson at three, that there could be an argument made. Um I think it's pretty clear that if 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 he's healthy, Wimbenyama is probably the, you know, going to be the best of this draft. Pro- um, I think probably.
1: I, I think it's. I mean, I'm okay. You know, saying probably, but I think it's weird how undervalued Brandon Miller seems to be. Like in the NBA, six foot nine guys that can shoot and defend are just more valuable than six-foot-two point guards. Like, that's just kind of what the NBA is. And people talk about how, like, like I've heard people say that Brandon Miller doesn't do anything at, like, an all-star level, and so he can't be a star. But none of these guys do anything at an all-star level. They all have to improve, and I just don't see why Brandon Miller does, can't improve at the same rate as, like, a Scoot Henderson. And so I think that he is undervalued brandon miller and maybe that's just me like hyping myself up for a guy that i think i'm going to get but i really i don't know It just every when you look back at drafts people are like oh why didn't so-and-so go earlier he's tall and can shoot and that's what every team needs why'd they pick this guy who scored a bunch of points they should have picked the guy who can shoot and defend
0: like your, and like your... like
1: a brandon miller in this year's draft.
0: It sounds like you just described Jabari Smith over and over again, is what it sounds like. Yeah,
1: Jabari Smith's awesome. <laughs> um, uh, I, it's, it's, I
0: had Jabari Smith number one on my board last year for that reason. Did you really? Because that's, yeah, that's just like,
1: those are the guys that win in the NBA.
0: Yeah. I mean, he was number one on my there's, board.
1: There's There's a safety to him because he's going to get the minutes, because he's versatile, and because he adds without taking away. But also there's an upside because if he can develop his ball handling a little bit more and develop his passing a little bit more, then there's just a lot of ways for that to go right.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I mean, pretty much all that stuff that they say about him is the same stuff they said about Tatum.
0: Yeah. And I'm not saying he's going to be Tatum, but I am saying that he has the potential to be Tatum. No, you're not and wrong. If he has the potential to be Jason Tatum, then you've got a lot of upside you know, um, and what's the downside of uh, kind of in a similar discussion, but like a little bit off the off the tree here is Wimbenyama. What's the what's the worst case scenario you think? I mean, obviously, well, like, and you this is a pet peeve of yours, I know. Like, worst case scenario is he's injured and like doesn't play. But like, what's what's yeah, like wait, a wait.
1: The legitimate worst-case scenario for everybody is Len Bias.
0: Yeah. like they.
1: You can say, well, it's never going to happen, but if it happened <laughs> once, it can happen again. Yeah, it can so happen. That's... Um, and honestly, like guys who are really tall do get injured at a higher rate. That's just history. It's a fact. It happens. I, I don't know if it's going to happen to Len Benyama, but there is a higher likelihood of Wen Yama getting injured than, like, anybody else in the draft. Um, the only... But the, if, he, if, if he stays healthy, then, I don't know, the blocks alone give him a very strong floor for fantasy basketball.
0: Well, the only other rookie that has, you know, that has that kind of a label next to him is also Chet Holmgren. So, Taylor... I, I. I I love that Taylor has two dynamic centers, but I I I I don't know if they're both going to stay healthy for year after year after year. You know, it seems it seems pretty likely
1: that one of them will be a fantasy superstar and one of them will be disappointingly injury prone.
0: We'll see. Um, and maybe
1: that's overly simplistic, but seems pretty reasonable to me.
0: Yeah, no, I I get that, um, and I don't disagree with that. I, I, as a, as a fan of the goats, I hope that they're healthy. I want, you know, I want competition in the league, but I think that like realistically it's probably, you know, whatever, but, um, good, good. Uh, any other questions or thoughts? Um, I I know it's getting late, so I don't want to. I want you at your full capacity tomorrow not night. not even that late.
1: I've just been like going nonstop for the last two days. And I slept like four hours last night and did not take a nap today.
0: What's been keeping you going, Bryce? Um, My brother
1: was in town with his son and we golfed a bunch. And then we woke up early and watched the Ryder Cup this morning. So I slept from like one to four today.
0: Is the Ryder Cup golf?
1: It is golf. See, golf... America versus Europe. The ultimate grudge match.
0: I love playing golf. I have a hard time watching it on TV. It makes me sleepy. And you watched it at, like, one in the morning and you were, like, riveted by it?
1: Well, frustrated by it. It went very poorly.
0: Like, were you rooting for somebody in particular and they played poorly or, like...
1: Well, yeah it's America versus Europe, so I was cheering for america and uh, and they 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 had four matches this morning, and Europe won all four of them and it was devastating
0: who plays for u s a
1: uh a whole bunch of guys I don't know who you have what golfers have you heard of
0: uh well, there's Rory he's Europe right
1: yes he is.
0: Uh, Ricky Fowler, is he still in and around the same. Yeah, he
1: played like yesterday. He might be sick or something. He's also like not that good anymore. He's maybe one of the weaker players on the team. There's a guy named Gotti Scheffler is our best player, and he got destroyed today.
0: Okay, what about Bubba? Uh,
1: no, he's too old.
0: He's too old. Okay. See, I don't, I don't, I clearly, I'm not, I'm not in the, in the know on that one. How did how did golf go though for you personally playing? Did you did you do well? Um it
1: went pretty good. It was super windy, which makes it much harder. Yeah. Um
0: makes you a better so golfer. I,
1: you know? I shot a ninety one. Okay. Which is not great, but it's not bad.
0: Um I I don't I don't I I if I play golf, I like hit the ball until it goes in, and then I'm like, "What was that a bogey? Cool, let's go." Or like, do, like I don't, I don't know. scores is not, So what's like a good score on golf? For me, if if
1: I uh, if I'm below ninety, I consider that a good round.
0: What's like the worst score you can get?
1: There is no such thing as the worst score you can get. Okay, so there's not it like it goes a... up infinitely.
0: Oh, oh, because it's the amount of strokes. Yes. So, I guess like the best score you could get would be like eighteen if you hit like eighteen hole in ones,
1: yes, but no one's done that except kim jong un
0: huh
1: um kim jong un when he does his, like I'm the greatest in the world at everything thing
0: oh. talks
1: about like he he hits like eighteen hole in ones holes in one I think that's correct when he golfs
0: yeah i I think it's funny i i I just learned something new tonight about golf scoring. So thank you, Bryce. You're welcome. I'm glad that
1: this is a a benefit to everyone who's listening to the podcast. And I'm also glad we
0: spent five minutes talking about golf on a fantasy basketball podcast. Uh,
1: it's already a pretty niche
0: audience. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, but anything, uh, fantasy or big ego, Related or anything you want to get out because people will probably listen to this before the draft. Oh, so, oh, actually, there is one thing
1: that's important. Um, we have talked about. I've talked about it with a few people in the <clears last> off <throat> season about some potential rule changes. Um, I just we have two centers, and I don't think that accurately represents the NBA to have what fourteen teams with two centers starting every night. That means every night we're starting twenty-eight centers, and there just aren't twenty-eight centers who play starting minutes in the NBA. So
0: there's like like there's like ten, and half of them are on Jay's team.
1: Yeah, I I I would like to get rid of one of the center spots and turn that into another utility spot. Um, I think it would be like not a not a tomorrow thing but agree to the rule change say tomorrow and then the rule change goes into action next season or the season after that so that we have time to kind of readjust our rosters and reprioritize things. Uh, I think it will help the league just like more accurately reflect what basketball is today and also nobody wants to have guys on their roster who are playing 20 minutes a game, but you have to just to fill out the, the lineup, I, I think that kind of sucks. So I would like for people to think, think about that. I also think we should increase the number of IR spots because I don't like the idea of our championship being decided by who is lucky enough to be healthy. I think we should do what we can to minimize the effect of luck and maximize the effect of skill. So those are two rule changes that anybody else has. Ideas for rule changes uh, Please bring them to the table
0: I'm sure Ben Frederick will have an idea of how we can redo the lottery
1: um, I thought we agreed He agreed that We don't need to revisit that anymore Because we voted on it Like three years in a row And, and his support just eroded Until it was just him on an island
0: It doesn't mean he won't bring it up tomorrow
1: <laughs> That's fair That's fair <laughs> uh, but any other any other thoughts
0: would be welcomed okay well for what it's worth oh can i say one other thing no just kidding oh okay uh thanks buddy you had me going
1: there uh i know some people silent uh silence alerts on discord which is fine but if you could turn alerts on for just the commissioner's channel like I, I, we do a good job of keeping that just important stuff. It would help. Cause I know I put like some league announcements on there and then I'll talk to Benson and he's like, Oh, I didn't get it. And I'm like, okay, the, turn on that one channels alerts and the league will be much easier to run.
0: Yeah. No, I don't think that's a, cause I mean, you might get alerted twice a year.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We, we keep that one pretty clean.
0: Yeah. So that, I think that's a fair enough ask. And for what it's worth, um, I I for the centers going back to the centers thing um would that be like something that we we vote on now and maybe you said this and I was just zoned out but is that something we vote on now and then like it goes into effect in like 2026 or something like that Yes to give people or managers who have like lots of centers time to like a like prepare for that
1: Yeah or even people without centers who are you know it it just it's a, it is a pretty significant rule change, um, and so let's it, like it could change the way people manage their team. But the and so the, let's give if people want time to to make that adjustment, then let's give it to them.
0: The IL spot is something that we could put into effect this year, though I think. Yeah, and I've, I I would agree. I would vote yes on both those. Just for what it's worth, that would be my. Me too. Yeah, I like I like those um, if rules. If somebody disagrees, then throw it up on Discord and we can talk about it. Or if you're the draft, then we can talk about it there. Um, is Trevor coming to the draft? Yes. Okay.
1: I, I think he's the one that chose this date.
0: Oh, okay. And
1: well, uh, I mean, things can always change, but I believe he chose this date because it was a date that he could be here.
0: Is Kevin going? That you know of?
1: I don't know.
0: Man, what a wild card he is! Just always keeping us on our toes. He
1: he keeps us guessing. Please, much more suspenseful for having him in it.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think who else I'm missing. Uh, Jay said he's out. Benson's going to be out of town. Ben Frederick lives out of state. Um, are we getting everyone else though? Minus maybe Kevin. Um, I don't know. Guess we'll find out.
1: We will find out.
0: Um, uh, did, did you ask Taylor about having the
1: massage chair out So you don't feel awkward asking about it
0: there? I did um, He assured me that it will be out um, Snickerdoodles, chips and salsa And uh, the one thing I didn't ask about was the ice maker Just making sure it's up and running But I don't know why it wouldn't be So I'm going to trust that that's, uh, that's happening And then
1: I would make that same assumption
0: And uh, But he did let me know that they got rid of their Leather reclining couches uh, mm-hmm. and opted for a, a more um sensible sectional uh okay. that does not recline um i'm only hoping that i can get there early enough to get like the potential chase lounge seat at the end if there is one um, cuz i want to have my feet up otherwise i'm gonna have to grab like a kitchen table chair and bring it to the living room and maybe that's just like proving a point to shelby like they they should have never gotten rid of those couches um well, maybe
1: they have odds
0: well, like, let's hope so. Let's hope I so. I
1: prefer an ottoman to a reclining chair.
0: But those recliners were so comfy, and they rocked. Um, yeah, I
1: don't like rocking.
0: But you don't have to rock when you're reclined. You can rock, or you can sit still, or you can recline.
1: I, I suppose I I'm not a reclining chair type of guy.
0: But it just gives you more options. Like if you if you can recline, you can you can pick up your feet, um, and keep your back straight you can keep you can pick up your feet and lower your back in a sectional with an ottoman you can just put your feet up you have no other options
1: yeah i don't like the other options it just it it comes at the expense of instability and i don't need
0: that oh well okay um you have any other predictions or uh things you want to talk about or you want to just get to bed
1: no i'm good
0: Okay. Well, I look forward to seeing you and everyone else at the draft t- tonight because you'll probably be listening to this on the day of the draft, if not the day after. So yesterday was great.
1: Is there going to be another post draft
0: podcast? I'm thinking about doing. I had mentioned this to you um, about doing like a every team's X factor, and you said it'd be best to wait for after the draft. Um, so, yes. So I'll probably do that at some point after the draft, whether it's like the after the draft podcast or just you know a week or two or a month that, you know after. Um, uh-huh. Remember the year
1: that we brought it and and Alex podcasted the draft live.
0: Yeah, I thought about Alex is gonna be in California tomorrow, but um, oh,
1: that's
0: I did I did I thought about bringing the stuff, um, but I, I I I I worry too much. Like I'm I'm making like a show or like I'm I'm drawing too much attention to myself or uh, or like I'm annoying with it. So if it's something people enjoy, I would I would jump all over it and bring it, but I just you know, I just want to I don't want to turn a fun event into a Dallin event. You know what I mean? Does that make sense?
1: I I understand. I understand. Um I enjoy it, but I'm just one man. Well, and I'm pretty pretty easily entertained. If, so if if
0: people hear this and they they want podcast text me and if i get enough texts leading up to the draft i'll bring everything so you just like set up in the dining room
1: anyway which is kind of a little like set apart it'd probably be better in terms of audio and it would you know it's separate from the main party
0: i also worry that i'd have to give too much attention to the podcast and then i would overlook something for my team like That's by, fair. by not being, comes by not being present, you know what I mean? But like, maybe, yeah. maybe I do like a podcast leading up to like the picks and then I pause and then we recap the picks and talk about it after, you know?
1: Yeah. Cause that, that, that was like one of the nice things that I liked about it was
0: having each manager on and talk about your pick and yeah. why you made it
1: and why you're excited about it.
0: So maybe I'll bring it and then we could just do something like that where like at a minimum we just talk about it after or something. Sure. But uh, one of my kids woke up and they're crying, so uh, I should probably go get take care of that. That
1: sounds like a lot of fun. Good All well, right,
0: buddy. have a good one. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Yep. All right, bye. bye. And pausing for now. Well, there you have it. Uh, this has gone about as long as I wanted it to go. Um. I feel like I was very boring on my own. It's just the excuse for me to play all my sound drops. Um, but the conversations were great. Um, so thank you for everybody to answer their phone. If you missed a call for me, um, shame on you. Um, if you didn't get a call from me, shame on me. Um, if you would like to be airing your opinions on this, uh, podcast. Just let me know. Um, I, uh, I, I would love to talk to all of you. So, uh, big thanks to Jordan, Taylor, Bram, Alex, and Bryce for, uh, putting it out there. And, uh, yeah, let's get going on this year. Uh, the season kicks off tomorrow night. Um, I forget the time. Let me look it up so we can be accurate here. Uh don't make me pause this or edit it. OK. Discord, um, 7 o'clock. I mean, Taylor asked if that works for everybody and nobody answered. So I'm guessing it's 7 o'clock. So nine, 9 7 o'clock tomorrow night, Taylor's house. Um, I'm sure he'll put out the address for those who don't have it. Um, I look forward to seeing everybody. Um, Again, getting everybody's perspectives on everything and uh, getting the season kicked off appropriately. So we will see you guys tomorrow night.
1: holiday Christmas everywhere will depend on Jessica Riggs. It all started when an afternoon's adventure led to an evening's discovery.
0: Oh it's just like this one Prancer.
1: And a magical time began.
0: How did you know where I lived? I believe you saw deer, but I don't believe it flies. He's magical Carol.
1: Now she's the only one in the world who believes. He is not playing with a full
0: gun. Hold his head away from me. He's probably used to being around people.
1: What, am I enough?
0: Nobody. And I mean nobody, but us so you can know
1: about Prancer. Oh, don't worry. I wouldn't want anybody to find out you're nuts. Something's been eaten our little trees. What do you think it was? I'd bit it might have been a deer. I bet Santa doesn't think he'll get back in time. I better let him know. I know you're not the real Santa. Whoa. Yeah. I I can you get this letter to her a... stars in the shed near my house but how could she have known how much one deer could do to her home her town. inspiration to my day young lady and her family i think we still got time hasn't been the three oaks yet. well out of the way everybody we got rain here to get down to ridge by midnight uh, <laughs> answer a christmas adventure for the whole family
0: following is just for bran let's go down to mexico
1: all right let me grab Ann real quick
0: Wait, anne's here
1: yeah i invited her you, you said you wanted to spend some time with her you said i was being an an hog an hog's coming i mean i thought it was just, just gonna Anne. be like the two of us all right well just load her up in the car all right lupe that sweater is not a take home michael give her a ride home i'm gonna have to start putting people in the trunk <laughs> In fact, at that moment, Buster was climbing into the trunk. Mother, when you see this videotape, you'll know that I left. Not out of cowardice, but out of... <gasps> oh, man, i tired in here. Oh. Oh. Six minutes later, Michael dropped off his mother's housekeeper. Mexico. In fact, he was in Santa Ana, a town six minutes inland from his home. But the combination of losing his glasses and breathing carbon monoxide had impaired Buster's judgment. Uh, this shall keep me safe from the hot Mexican sun. Excuse me, what are you doing? I'm trying to find a place to live. Ay, ahora tengo que cuidar para el retardo. <laughs>
0: The sound has been brought to you by Desert Storm.